Hey, buddy. Welcome to PG Rated, the show where Gabe and I attempt to get each other to hate each other via movies. What's up, buddy? What's going on? That's Paul, and I'm Gabe. We got we're getting professional now. Oh, we got to get those viewerships up or yeah, listenership. We, and just so the the audience knows, we're not you know actual experts, but we consider ourselves to be. Of what movies or podcasts? Uh, oh, certainly not podcasts. <laughs> okay. Uh, specifically of shit movies. Oh, I know. We're like the Gene Shallot of this. I wish I was as good at puns as Gene Shallot. Yeah, me too. I, I'm uh, more like, which one's the guy who, with the speak the the guy who lost his voice? Roger Ebert. He didn't. He lost his jaw. Yeah. Hey, he could still speak via computer. Okay. Oh, like Stephen Hawking. He did, except Stephen Hawking still had all his body parts. Stephen Hawking was still fucking, man. That's what they say. <laughs> you don't believe it? You think it's all? You think it's fake news? I think I think it's a conspiracy. Uh, all right. Well, uh, now that we're gonna get sued by the Hawking estate, um... <laughs> well, I can take him to the People's Court. Yes, Rick. Yeah. Well, we don't want to. We don't want to tell anyone that yet. Have you Have you been on the um? the Grizz in his car driving home podcast since you found out that you could possibly be on the people's court? No, but I'm going to reveal it on there. Yes. Okay. Well, you've revealed it here first. We're posting first, goddammit. Okay. Um, I was I was recording with Grizz today and then he got a flat tire, so uh, it's a work with Paul and Gabe, with Paul and Grizz, the wrestling podcast. Should oh, be is awesome. that why he called me to ask me if he could sue a city because of <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it was he hit the fucking he hit a pothole because he was trying to get me on the phone. Jesus Christ! Uh, you know that's why he Wait, needs the on air. Don't you have lawyer client confidentiality? Yeah, but I didn't reveal anything like crazy, so it's fine. Well, what, we're here talking today about a movie you assigned to the to me and you. Indiana <laughs> Jones I... in the Temple of Doom. I know. People are going to think I'm crazy because we usually pick shit movies. I, I'll be honest. I thought you were crazy because I had never seen an Indiana Jones movie. And I was like, well, these are all well-reviewed except for the... Well, I have seen one. I've only seen Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. And that's the only one that's reviewed like it's a piece of shit. And it's a piece of shit. Yeah. So, but like, this movie is not good. I told you, if it wasn't for, like, Kingdom of the Crystal Skulls, this would have been considered the worst one. Uh, This one was mean-spirited. Ew. I mean, it wasn't nice. We'll get into it in a second, but I have have theories. All right, so let's let's start it off. Why don't you uh, come on in? Let's uh, tell me about this movie. All right, well... Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom is is really an interesting film because there, on top of everything, there's also racism. Yes, there's. It is very problematic. But you know, it was a different time. I get it. I just from the two Indiana Jones movies I've watched, I just don't get what the big deal is. Well, Paul, let's let's jump into this because you're missing. A huge uh, musical number that starts off with this, with obvious white ladies. Yeah, this movie starts off before anything with just a wild musical number 
and it's it's pretty racist. Wait, why is it racist? Because it's got all these Asian ladies, and then this white lady comes out and acts Asian. Uh, she was in China, Paul. This if this part if this was done today, this part's being played by Scarlett Johansson. Oh, without a doubt, no doubt in my mind, Scar Joe's got this role locked up. So, this part of the movie I really do love because it's got three of the only Chinese actors that I know. The only person that was missing was James Hong. You know what this this movie missed? The in Die Hard, you remember the Asian guy that's on Hans's crew? Yeah, that's what this needed. No, but like the one, the main guy is like the old Chinese guy that's in everything. It it also needed the old guy that was in um, Balls of Fury. No, <laughs> well, isn't that the same guy that was in Once Upon a Time in Little China? Yeah, there's in Little China. And are, are you talking about Big Trouble in Little China? That's what I meant. Once Upon a Time in Little China. No, Big Trouble in Little China. Yes, that. Yes. Also, also. No, that's the old Asian lethal weapon four. That's the old Asian guy from uh, Tremors. Listen, holy shit, it is the old Asian guy from Tremors. There's only like three like prominent old man Chinese actors. That's James Hong, the guy from Balls of Fury. This guy who was the gang leader here, and I can't remember his name. And then the old Asian guy from Tremors slash Big Trouble in Little China. Uh, And I mean, the guy from Karate Kid. Oh, well, that guy's not Chinese, though. Pat Morita? Pat Morita was Japanese? I assumed from Okinawa. (laughs) It's possible. He was a big alcoholic. I will tell you that. (laughs) Yeah, just, okay. I'm not going to say that. Um, So, there's a big musical number. So, this movie starts out with a big big musical number. And then it cuts to uh, our good pal, Dr. Jones. Uh, and he's working out some deal with this Indian, with this Chinese mafia. Yeah, don't. Yeah, uh, they're the triad. Okay, so, I, I knew you would. I knew you'd correct me. You know a lot of things about mysticism. You also know about Asian culture. I do know a lot of uh, Asian culture. I've compared you to Jeremy Jam on multiple occasions. <laughs> I'm not Jeremy Jam. Um, so. This whole thing goes wrong, right? Because he's trying to make the deal, and he's trying to get a diamond. And they, well, they... he's trying to. Okay, so like, what he's trying to do is you're missing the annoying woman in this movie. Uh, she's I, apparently because no one cared about her at all. She's Lao Chi's uh, main squeeze. Lao Chi's the bad guy, and what Lao Chi wants is the remains of the first emperor of China, which is in a little urn for some reason, and. They have the most amazing exchange on a Lazy Susan ever. It, first of all, yes, it, it is the most prominent use of a Lazy Susan in action film. Second of all, it is also in that in that little thing, in the urn, in my mind, that's the emperor that was the little kid in The Last Samurai with Tom Cruise. Okay, totally different country, but, but like, whatever. Yeah, this this, this uh, podcast is also going to be a, lot, a whole lot of racism. I you didn't want to go to this restaurant like this looked like a fun time there's like ladies appropriating Asian culture there's Chinese gangsters running around this is this is, this is basically what the I want to the Great Gatsby it's nonsense in China yeah. though oh, Great I Gatsby oh, see I gotta cut that out yeah <laughs> yeah so that'll be the last time I do that 
So Dr. Jones gets like uh is like oh I beat Lao Chi. He gets like these uh what's it called? Uh diamonds. First of all, the, the diamond that he trades, like he trades this little urn for this diamond. This is the most piece of shit looking diamond I've ever seen in my life. It's the biggest diamond I've ever seen in my life. It's not a it's a piece of you can tell it's a piece of plastic. <laughs> And at one point, they do confuse it with ice cubes. It looks so like shit. It's not that great. It looks like, for the amount of money spent on this movie at this time, it looks like absolute shit. So, uh, my favorite part is coming out because uh, Dr. Jones is trying to drink this drink and he finally gets it. And the only person, all the Chinese people start laughing. And he's like, Why are you laughing? And he's like, I don't think you... I'll take the diamond now, Dr. Jones. And he's like, why Why do I want to give you this diamond, Lao Chi? And he goes, for the antidote. <laughs> that, that is not a racist uh, impersonation because that's literally what this man sounds like. By the way, the diamond and the antidote both look like um, things that were used in Batman and Robin. What? <laughs> Wait, the the movie with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger? It looks It looked like the antidote that Mr. Freeze gives him at the end of the movie to save Alfred's life. And Oh, and the diamond's the one that goes in the fucking laser. Yeah, because he needs diamonds so he can freeze Gotham to save his wife. Okay, well, obviously this is a mystical diamond. Uh, it's, a, it's a stay tuned, by the way. So, so Lao Chi, Dr. Jones is like, oh, I'm ahead of you. And then a random waiter has a gun pointed at Lao Chi. Under the, I, I love it. Under the, he, he carried this around the whole night under his little towel. Greatest, greatest, greatest wait, waiter ever. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that statement. So uh, then there's like champagne that pops and all of a sudden someone gets shot and you just see a little bit of blood coming down this guy's yeah, and so and, it's, so already now this movie is PG, and it's for it's a family movie, and most of the time you, people oh, get shot in family movies, you don't see the blood. So in my mind, I'm like, that's weird that they would show the blood. Oh no, no I have a little bit of trivia about this movie. Wait, wait did let, you know? Wait, let's get to let's let's save that for the end, or okay, because there's another part right after this. That is one of the more violent things I've ever seen in a family film. And this is the whole reason why I chose this movie for you. So now shit starts going haywire. So obviously Indiana Jones starting to feel the effects of the poison. Gets up. He starts pushing people around. People have guns. They're about to shoot at him. He pushes another waiter away that has a cart of food. Grabs a giant kebab. A flaming kebab. And uses it like a javelin into a man's heart. It was amazing. That's why I don't go to Texas to Brazil because I'm afraid something like that will happen to me. I, I'm not going to lie to you. I was watching this movie after my child went to sleep one day and I audibly went, what? <laughs> oh, it's amazing, Paul. What? Like, you can't. Uh, That's got to be the greatest movie death I've ever seen. Uh, I bet you we can come up with a list of better movie deaths. No, the man had flaming chickens coming out of his it's, chest. Uh, it, I'm not gonna lie, it's it's pretty fantastic. And, and oh, that to I me, wish... and that to me is where we hit the peak of this movie. Miss opportunity to use Peking ducks, by the uh, way. 
don't worry. I already got my pun title ready for the episode. Okay. I think I told you. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of kickstart my heart, it's kebab my heart. Yeah. Sorry. A lot of heart play in this movie. Mm. Oh, yeah. We'll get to it. I'm going to stand by the fact that it wasn't CGI either. <laughs> it's pretty great. Uh, so, yeah, it's great, but not for... It's a, this is darker than the fucking Jungle Book movie you made me watch. Yeah, I know. So, so a fight goes on. There's, like, machine guns going everywhere. Uh, the one annoying lady, I don't really care for her. She drops the diamond. She's looking for the diamond. There's ice everywhere. Dr. Jones is going crazy, and here comes my favorite, well, not my favorite part of this movie, but, like, the craziest part of this movie. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, go for it. You didn't, you didn't catch this? Wait, wait, wait. You... Wait, wait. I'm sorry. I, my, my son was doing something. Where, where did you get to? The chaos is ensuing. Dr. Jones is running around in the crowd of people, yeah. and, and this happens. You didn't see this part? No, hit me. Us, oh, I'm gonna. Well, it's funny that you choose these words. Uh, a cigarette lady comes up and back of Doctor Jones, who he proceeds to hit in the face. Mm-hmm. Cold coxer. Yes. Oh, so you did yeah. see it. Cold coxer in the face, and she's by no means looking to start trouble. <laughs> that was amazing. She's doing her job. She might have just been offering him a cigarette. Because I'm sure at a bar like this, it happens all the time. Can you believe Steven Spielberg made this movie? This is Steven Spielberg's darkest film. This is darker than Munich. (laughs) It was amazing, dude. Because, like, he just hits this woman in the face. And it's just, like, a split second. I remember when I first, like, was old enough to comprehend this movie. I paused it and rewinded it like six times to see if he really did punch that yeah, lady. There was in the face. there was no reason. There was absolutely zero reason for it. Like it doesn't. Do you know what it was? Realism. Because if you're in a situation where there's a man just got speared with a kebab and then there's like guns everywhere, I think you would accidentally punch someone in the face too. So I will say this: this is a roadhouse style brawl. Like Patrick Swayze should be jumping into this. Yeah, it's like pretty ridiculous. Also, again, really surprised that martial artists didn't just come out with swords. Or did they? No, they didn't. They didn't. But ninjas dropping down from the ceiling would not have surprised me. No, it would have been like fantastic. So all of a sudden, Dr. Jones is trying to find an escape. He left his friend to die there. His his friend's dead. Yeah, no, his friend that just he brought along because he was like, I know they're going to try and do something stupid. His friend is just dead now. Senseless murder. So, what my favorite part is, of course, because this is a Chinese restaurant in China, there's got to be a giant gong there. Yeah. <laughs> he, does use, he does use the gong as a shield and a weapon. It's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. The action's fine. The, the action's not my beef with this movie. The, the action <laughs> is... Beef. It's... it's it's an 80s blockbuster. It's cool. I get it. That's not what annoyed me about this movie. Later on, it did when it turned into the Donkey Kong video game. But <laughs> So he drops down. He brings this woman with her because she has the antidote. He drops down into a car and falls 
face first into the most racist character sure I've ever seen in my life. Um, it's it's Data from the Goonies. Is it the same kid? Yeah. I think. I don't know. I could be just be like super racist. No, I, it might be. Now, I'm not going to lie. I sort of like blacked out at this point. Was he supposed to be there? Yeah. Yeah, he, right. He's his partner. Yeah. He goes, hey, partner. Uh, hold on, lady. And then he drives away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Sure. Yeah. So now, child, sure around. child labor laws uh, should be in effect for this. This. This teacher. This movie takes place in like 1930s, dude. Like they didn't care back then. So this kid is now driving the getaway car. But you know what I would have liked instead of this kid being his partner? The taxi driver from the original Total Recall. Oh, (laughs) the 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 Betty car. The yeah, give me give me the black guy from that movie. Oh no, I thought you were talking about the robot from the beginning of the movie. No, no, no. no. (laughs) Even better. So, so no, it's 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 Indiana Jones. They get it. With, oh, so this is another baffling part of this movie. They drive to this airport where no, 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 you're missing like this whole chase scene where he's like shooting people with his gun, chase and then scene? he's you using. Can't really talk about a no, chase scene. my favorite part is that they they show like what's obvious a guy in sex tourism, which was a sailor with his Chinese lady in a rickshaw, <laughs> and they. <laughs> I forgot there was a rickshaw in this film. And I watched that part with the sailor and the Chinese lady, and I just remember your father telling me before I went to Korea. <laughs> we don't need to talk about anything. No, we can't talk. We don't need to talk about that, but it's still, it, that's what I think of. Oh my God. No, so it's, it's a chase scene. And again, the action in this movie is fine. I'm fine with the action in the film. But then it gets to. It gets to this fucking uh, airport. They get out of the car because Indiana Jones has arranged, uh, you know, a plane to get out of there. And who does he run into that gives him the oh, plane? Greatest cameo ever. Fucking Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> He's just in that movie for no reason. Dan Aykroyd's in the movie and just plays. He tells no jokes. He He's wearing shorts. You don't even get a close up of him. It's You just really hear his voice and see them walking. Fantastic mustache. He's dressed like a UPS delivery man in the summer. Yeah, he's got a great mustache, and he's like, Dr. Jones, we've arranged uh, a flight for you. No mentions of ghosts, no nothing. This is the second most baffling Dan Aykroyd cameo of all time. What's the first? When he's the one that finds out that the Japanese are going to drop bombs on Pearl Harbor. In oh, Pearl yeah, Harbor. Sure. You're like, what the fuck <laughs> is Dan Aykroyd? <laughs> what is he doing in this movie? Dude, and that's like... 40, in, 40 minutes into that That's movie, like too. That's like an hour 20 into that movie, man. And you you watch that movie, you're like, oh, man, am I going to get some laughs here? Yeah. You're like, oh, fucking Dan Aykroyd. This is probably going to be a good time. It's not. It's not a good time. Uh, fun fact, this movie inspired Dan Aykroyd to create the Crystal Skull Vodka. I, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past it. So he's like, uh, come on, Dr. Jones, you gotta go over here. Maybe uh, check out my occult bookstore. <laughs> I'm convinced Ghostbusters 2 is the reason why occult bookstores even exist. I'm convinced that this, in my mind, I like to think this was uh, Ray Stance's grandfather <laughs> or father. 
Diana's just telling him about all the fucking uh, things he's seen and that yeah, he believes so, in ghosts and ghouls. Yeah, that's how it starts. Yeah, it is how it starts. So, so, they get on, runs... so, uh, so they get on this plane, right? No, go ahead. Break it down. Yeah. So he gets into this plane and he closes the door. Lao Shi shows up and Lao Shi starts and he goes, I'll see you next time, Lao Shi. Good luck. Blah. And leaves and he closes the door. And what's on there? Laoshi cargo. It's Laoshi's plane. And Laoshi goes, Oh, Dr. Jones, I won't be seeing you again. <laughs> like, great villain. Yeah, he, great villain. And that's the last time we see Laoshi in this movie. And he gives a thumbs up to two men who look suspiciously like kamikaze fighters. And, and then this movie starts to bring us towards things we care about way less. This this was the so the movie peaked at the kebab in the chest, and then it was still fine with me, and I was like okay, and then it goes off the rails, and I don't give a shit because they give too much screen time to that lady. She's the worst. Well, you know she went on to marry Spielberg, right? Oh, that's the only reason why she's in this movie. Uh, well, I believe he was going through a divorce at the time, which explains why he hates women in this movie. He really does. He hates women. <laughs> And he hates children in this movie, too. Uh, I can never say that Spielberg hates children. (laughs) Okay, we're going to get to this. But So they're flying over the Himalayas. For some reason, this is when the pilots decide to abandon the airplane for some reason. Not only do they they abandon this airplane. Why was it filled with chickens? Because it was, I don't know, I guess Shanghai chickens are in high demand wherever they were going. Well, so the, the the good guys are all sleeping, and this pilot, he doesn't just exit the plane. He tiptoes past them, giggling. It's like a cartoon. It's like a cartoon cat. Yeah, then he does, like, karate moves and jumps out. Yeah. <laughs> Why? He does do, like, a real, like, you know, like, Chinese warrior scream. He goes, Ah! Like, like, jumps out. Yeah, well, he's jumping over mountains where he's certainly not surviving. And then there's no parachutes. So Indiana Jones has to think real quick, and he grabs short rounds, and he, gra- he reluctantly grabs this woman. Oh, this is this part, this part upset me, because this is... So, in Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, which we're never going to watch for this, there's a scene yeah. where Sheila Boop starts swinging through the jungle with the monkeys, right? Yes, and everybody's you, like... This is the second time you've referenced this in this podcast. And everybody's like, this is the most unrealistic thing in the world. Well, I'm sorry. Did they not watch fucking Temple of Doom? Okay. So, they get on the raft and then ride, jump off the plane in the raft. Not only that, they the... jump off the plane and the raft has not been inflated. Been inflated. So, as they jump out, the raft is still just flowing and all of a sudden it starts expanding. Now, I get that they want to make it look cool and they didn't have the things that we had today. You can tell nobody's in this fucking thing. I know, but it's like it was like 1980 something. Like, what can you do? Fucking use miniatures or something. Well, okay. So if they cut to a scene and it was claymation, I would have been better with it. So they jump down, they get down there, and then they get to a river and they go down the river in the in the uh, raft. Which, wait, wait, wait. Best line of this movie is because she's a horrible actress. He goes. I'll get in the raft. And she's like, but we're not sinking. We're falling. 
so they get so they get in the raft right and this raft lands on obviously on a bird box all over this place it lands on this mountain and they slide down the mountain they use it as a sled in real life they would have hit a tree they all would have fucking sunny boated themselves yeah <laughs> they, so then they're like oh good it's ending and they get to dirt but then it's the dirt they go off another fucking cliff this thing doesn't flip over once it just lands right in the water and they are bird boxing they're bird boxing all over this place. And it just kind of ends. There's no exciting end to it. It's just like, oh, okay, the water's calm now. Yeah, and then they end up, they like, <laughs> she's like, where are we? And Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones goes, India. And she's like, how do you know? And then there's a bunch of Indian people. <laughs> <laughs> That's. Yeah, that, that's, that's literally what happens. Uh, uh, you're not telling lies. Yeah. So then they go up to the village, right? And there's nothing there. This village just looks like India. <laughs> like that's what it, I that's what I assume that some of India looks like, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm with you. This, it's yeah. Like these people are mud farmers. <laughs> <laughs> And like, like the one elder comes out with another elder with a great mustache. There's a lot of good mustaches and beards in this movie. So he goes, he goes, oh, you've come to help us. They've stolen our sacred gems uh, from the great Shiva. And all the, all of the, uh, what's it called? All the crops have dried up. And they've taken our children. Yeah, like the children come third. Yeah. yeah, yeah about, he's more hey, upset. Listen. He's more upset about like the rock. Yeah, how they, they took our fucking they took our kids. Well, you know, magic rock or a bunch of kids. You can make more kids. Can't make more magic rocks, dude. That's uh, true. Yeah. If it's one thing I know, it's magic. Yeah, this movie had you, like, fucking all kinds of boned up, I'm sure. So, apparently this rock is a sacred stone, and it's filled with diamonds. And this fucking lady... And nothing makes Indiana Jones happier than a fucking diamond. No! This lady's freaking out about the diamond. Holy moly. Oh, yeah, this lady... Yeah, this lady went from being a fucking dancer and hanging out with the triad. Like, just, you know, fucking around with this triad. To now, she's all... In the middle, she's in the middle of the jungle. She's like, "I'm along for this ride. We're getting some diamonds. Let's go." This lady, literally, listen. There's I'm just going to character development. Yeah, there really is. It's incredible. Why do you have the same phone that people have in a restaurant? I don't know. My grandparents do. It's not me. I I have no control over that. Okay. Okay. The, I feel like you're gonna. I feel like you're gonna pick up the phone and ask if they want uh, pork fried rice. <laughs> I was going to ask them if they want, uh, what's it called? If they want, like, some Indian food, some Papa Dumps or whatever. Papa Dump. I just remember that from the Sopranos episode where they get food poisoning. <laughs> so, oh so Indiana Jones, like, asked them where they take them, and they said, like, this castle. And he's like, but that's impossible, that castle. Because Indiana Jones has a working knowledge of every Indian castle. Uh, that castle's been abandoned for years, and it's like, no, it started again. So he decides to go and find the kids and the rock. So 
before they go, they have this nice meal. These people are trying to give them all this food. They're all freaking out about the little Asian kid because I guess they haven't seen the kid in forever. Which it can't be that long because later on you see the kids. Yeah, it's like it wasn't adults. long. It's like, fucking, it's like three weeks ago. What pissed me off is this lady is a fucking American a-hole. And I want to... She, They're trying to give her this food and she doesn't want any. And Indiana Jones is like, literally, this is as much food as these people had all month. And she's like, I don't want to eat this. This is horrible. Which will allow me to segue to this dinner party I went to once recently. And my girlfriend's going to be pissed that I told the story. That's fine. She doesn't have to listen. Oh, she's going to listen. We met this woman who said that she goes to India to an ashram. And she's talking about spiritual enlightenment. But she's like, but I don't eat the shitty Indian food. I bring my own blender and make my own food. So it's this woman. As I, this fucking app needs a goddamn mute button, otherwise you wouldn't have heard me sneeze at the end of your story. Oh, it wasn't that good of a story. It doesn't matter. I fuck. I listened, and I wanted to make a comment, and I could have just muted this app. But fuck this app. Okay. Uh, no, because they might sponsor us. That's true. Anchor is a great. Uh, my son is taking <laughs> his like. Oh my god, you're you're here for like almost history. He's like walking on his own here. Oh. Well, wow. <laughs> we're talking about this movie. Yeah. Oh my God, this is incredible stuff. <laughs> Maybe he's gonna walk to that temple. <laughs> so, so Indiana Jones basically. This chick hears about diamonds, right? So Indiana's like, "Yeah, let's go on an adventure. Let's get some diamonds." Her her eyes literally turn into money signs. Like she's like excited to go. <laughs> her eyes turn into money signs. Her mouth opens. Her tongue unravels to the ground. Yeah. And then he actually says, oh, God, the little Chinese kid. Could you tell if he was wearing a Yankee hat or a Mets hat? That's a Yankee hat. What? Okay. He's got a name. It's short round. Yes. Yeah. Sh- little Chinese kid. You are worse than Indiana Jones. <laughs> okay. Short round. Like his eyes. Uh, so- oh, <laughs> oh, I don't want to say my response. So he was like, he decided they decided to go and they go in the most Indian way possible. <laughs> Elephants. But so they go on these. So this this tribe this tribe gives them their elephants, which I imagine are valuable, right? Yeah, very Not valuable. Only do they give them their elephants. They also have guides take them. Yeah, that was weird, right? Yeah, just fucking make me think that these guys are going on a treacherous journey, treacherous journey on their own. Well, you always need a guide. These people know the the landscape. But again, not another character you add to the film. It's just, yeah, we're going to walk with you there. And then they're gone. Well, they start going, and then they freak out halfway there, remember? I guess they see it in the distance, and then they disappear. Yeah. So the elephants, this lady's, like, putting shampoo on her elephant because her hand smells bad. We walk from here. Yeah. And then one of the elephants bucks her off, and she lands in the water, which was hilarious. I guess short rounds laughing. Ha ah, ha ha! Lady fall down! Ha ha ha! That's literally what he says. So, <laughs> yeah. He refers to this woman as lady like so much. It's great. So, yeah, no, I don't know. I, don't, I didn't know her character's name. Billy. What? Billy. Her character's name is Billy. So, hold on. So 
they get to like they're in the jungle. All of a sudden, these giant bats come out of nowhere. She's freaking out, right? And they stop for to camp for the night. And all these animals are going crazy. There's a weird owl there, which I didn't know was in India. This lady tries drying herself, and she uses one of the giant bats, which makes a hilarious noise. (laughs) Is this when she pulls down the fucking snake over her shoulder? Yeah, because he's like, I'm not afraid of anything. And she pulls down the snake because she thinks it's a a trunk from the elephant. And and he, he Basically, Harrison Ford acts like fucking Daffy Duck at this point. Well, he's afraid of snakes, dude. He yeah, hates snakes. Yeah, I know he's afraid of snakes. I know. I hate snakes, bro. It's like fucking manure. I hate manure. You get over it, Indy. You're in the he fucking jungle. He's in the fucking jungle 95% of his life. Well, like, not always. He's in deserts. Guess where there are fucking snakes, man? <laughs> the desert. Yeah, this is... Like, he, basically, his character is Superman, and snakes are his kryptonite. I guarantee you that's how it was drawn up. For some reason, kryptonite is a lot more accessible than, <laughs> than it the should snakes. be, to be honest with you. It's true. There weren't a ton of snakes in this movie. No, there. well, we'll get to it. Yeah. So, so they get up to, like, the temple, which is, like, abandoned looking, but not really. They get there, and, like, the guy from Fantasy Island comes out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's a little taller. Yeah, and he's like, welcome to blah, blah, blah castle. He's like, please be our guest. He's not like, only is he saying, please be our guest, he all he, he knows who they are. He also knows. He also knows who Indiana Jones is. He's like, oh, I saw you speak at Cambridge once. Yeah, he's like, I saw you speak at Cambridge, and then later on brings up the fact that, like, oh, didn't you like murder some people? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so apparently, like, there's a new Raja that's in charge. That oh, they- I like how you shortened it. I was going to go with Maharaja. Okay, a new, well, new Maja, whatever. It's Maharaja. a Maharaja, man. If you watch WWE to this day, you would know that Jinder Mahal is the modern day Maharaja. Dude, I was waiting for fucking Great Khali to be in this movie. Oh, Great Khali would have been perfect in this movie. So, they get to this palace that apparently was abandoned for like 200 years, and then the Maharaja took over again, and they started re- <laughs> Re-inhabiting this uh, this palace and apparently the British forces because at this time India was still a British colony. The British colony is like the the British Empire is like allowing this Maharaja to take over so he can control this part of the India. So they go to like uh, dinner and he, he's like, "Oh, the Maharaja is single." And, like, this lady is just a fucking gold digger, and she's, like, again, freaking out. Again, here go the fucking dollar sign. The, is the only character trait this, lo- this woman has in this film. Money. Yeah, she will fuck you for money. Well, yeah, why do you think she was with Lao Shi? Yeah, I know, man, but, like, give her something else. Yeah, well, no, she's terrible anyway. That's true. So, they invite him to the house... Uh, to the palace and invite him to dinner. There's a huge like banquet. There's a stereotypical British general there, which I love. This guy sounds like uh, the Jumanji guy. <laughs> that Jumanji guy is underrated. He's also an anaconda. He should be in this movie too. Second time we've brought him up in this podcast. Because uh, he's a great guy. Uh, but I only know him as the Jumanji guy, Van Pelt. <laughs> Alan's dad, that's right. Yeah. Alan's dad. So, they're, like, talking, and they're talking about how there used to be human sacrifice in this palace. 
<laughs> also, are you going to bring up the fucking food that they eat? Well, the Maharaja shows up, right? Oh, yes, the Maharaja. And she's like, oh, I'm so excited to see, him. to see this Maharaja. Who turns out to be a 10-year-old boy. Yes. A very, a very androgynous boy, by the way. I'm sure, like, I, I'm not going to... I We're not going to talk about what would make a good-looking 10-year-old boy. Oh, yeah, but I'm not saying good-looking boy. <laughs> if you want to do that, I'll run down to the nearest rectory. I'm just saying androgynous. Like, you can't tell if it's a boy or a girl. As far as I'm concerned, every 10-year-old boy is androgynous to me. I don't want to know anything about them. Okay. A 10-year-old is just a 10-year-old. Oh, okay. There's no sex. You, you, you hear it here first, guys. Paul I, is not. Don't diddle kids. Yeah, I, I, you know, being raised in the Catholic Church and being raised as an altar boy, I'm sure eventually when I go to therapy in my life, I'm going to realize that I was touched. Well, well, not in this palace. This so, is the body of Christ. So let's talk about the food. Well, so at one, so they bust out a snake. And, well, no, no, no. First they eat giant beetles where there's this one fat guy who looks like the dad from Aladdin. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like the Sultan from Aladdin. He's just eating these fucking beetles. It's amazing. Well, and then you've seen the water boy, right? Yeah. Obviously, when she pulls out the snake for dinner. Oh, was it a snake? There were alligators too, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So she pulls out the snake for dinner. But in this film, they pull out a snake. They cut into the snake. And little snakes come out. (laughs) What is this? And these Indian people. This is some John Voight trick from Anaconda. Can I tell you something? Steven Spielberg had never been to India. He knew nothing about India because... They no, I feel like if this movie that. is made today, it's made in India. The culture's really respected. You know, the majority the of people in Hollywood. The majority make sure it's done right. The majority of people in India are vegetarians. But these people are like eating raw snakes. And there's this one man who's eating little snakes and he's eating them like spaghetti. He's just like <laughs> sucking them up. Well, and that and then it brings us to or she oh. goes, Can I just have some soup? If they bring her soup. And there's eyeballs in it. It's human eyeballs. <laughs> oh no, the, there's also monkey brains. People are eating monkey well, brains. Well, that's dessert. Chilled that's monkey right. brains. I'm sorry. That's a palate ref- that that refreshes your palate. It's a nice sherbet. Yeah, <laughs> it's a nice cleanser. But like the soup, can I tell you when those eyeballs came out? Do you know what I thought of? No, I have no idea. Beetlejuice. <laughs> I could. We have very specific movie references we make every podcast. I know, but it's you know the part where she makes her like face big and she has the little eyeballs in her mouth. Oh, I yeah, I I know. It's eyeballs on her tongue. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it looked like. And then they eat monkey brains. I. By the way, we're halfway through this movie, not and the main villain has not been introduced. The actual like plot has barely been introduced. I know, but we got to see people eat snakes. Yeah, but I don't give a shit, man. Dude, it was awesome, though. That dinner party looked great. Like, I want to invite people to my house and just have, like, crazy foods like that. By the way, uh, just to cut into this. So I have in my apartment, because I'm watching my son right now, He, I have this gate on either side of the room. Yeah. And I've already had to reinforce this gate. And now he's out here looking for weaknesses. This is This is what the fucking... British guy in Jurassic Park must have been like trying to find a cage that was good for the raptors. Oh, dude, clever boy. Oh, what <laughs> this man has escaped. He's climbing, he can't even walk fully and he's climbing up walls and shit. I think I raised a Spider Man. I think you've raised like a kale. <laughs> he's, 
I was a good kid, man. This kid is an absolute monster. It's I don't understand. He's literally going to each of the things and pushing, looking for a weakness. I have a question, and this is only for us because, and maybe a select few people because the other listeners won't get this, but will your son take up the mantle as Candy Cane Kid? Uh, I think he officially was, when you're born into the family, the youngest becomes the Candy Cane Kid. Okay. Just want to make sure. Oh, he sounds excited about it. Yeah, no, he's he's looking forward to it. So, so like, then they go, what? They go to, like, sleep. Oh, but before, Indiana Jones is, like, fighting with this lady, and then they decide that they're going to fuck. Yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. So, and short round is, like, Indy, tell me about it later. Like, uh, don't explain what you're doing with this girl, with this woman, to this young boy. That's right, short round's, like, <laughs> also, short round was disgusted by this food. No, 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 no false this kid grew up on the streets of shanghai he's eating a fucking snake and that's not racist they really do my update my son cannot find a weakness and now he is angry i oh i thought he was trying to do like sonic booms (laughs) (laughs) he's calling he's calling whales yeah he's uh, aquaman so yeah, Indiana Jones is gonna like fuck this lady. This lady's like, oh, he's coming, he's coming, and then he doesn't show up because he's getting attacked by wall people. Yeah, no, well, he's 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 almost assassinated. Yeah, which is awesome. It, so then he starts freaking out and he busts into the woman's room and, and she's like, thinks, oh, you did come, and then he's like, no, and then he finds like a secret passageway. Yeah, he finds a secret passageway, and here you go. Now you are in the Temple of Doom. Yeah, it's amazing. So, short rounds there, too. I don't remember how he got there. So, they go down into the temple, and there's a bunch of bugs everywhere, right? Like, when they're going through, there's bugs everywhere. Yeah, yeah, it plays into it eventually, but, like, they're just fine with it. There's, no, because yeah. I remember, because there's, like a, a, like, a passageway to get in, and the only way he can, she can get in it, because she uh, puts a trap door, and they're going to be crushed to death by walls. So he's yeah, like, it's, it's a lot like that Star Wars scene. Yeah. So he's, well, you know, he's a one trick pony. That fucking gobble neck was all over this one. <laughs> yeah. George Lucas wrote these movies, right? Yeah. You know how you can tell? Why? No character development. The plot is awful. He's really not that good at movies. I, I, he bought Star Wars from someone. He had to. I thought it was the woman he divorced that actually wrote it. It's possible. There's that rumor. He certainly didn't write it. You watch the prequels and you watch these fucking yeah gobbler movies. Gobbler didn't do it. There's no way. Oh, he does have a, go- a gobbler neck. So they're about to be crushed to death, and there's like a bunch of like bugs everywhere, cockroaches, uh, centipedes, and she has to put her hand into this wall to grab like a release valve. And pull it out so that he doesn't die. And short round's about to die. Uh, so they get through, and then they find these mines, and they're up above like this temple, which is a temple of doom, and it's for Kali. Kali is the Hindu goddess of death and destruction, if you didn't know. And and future WWE champion. Yeah, and then there's like what's it called? Then there's this um. 
this priest guy that you've never seen before, right? This this is what boggles my mind. He came out of nowhere. Nowhere. Like what the fuck? Like, and if he was just a priest, okay. But no, he's not. He is the villain. Yeah, he comes out of nowhere, and there's a bunch of Indian people there, like slaves, and they're all like praising, and it looks like a good time. It looks like a little bit of a raise, a rave. They're all like, like banging drums or whatever. And there's this one kid who's just like praying to God. That's what he sounds like. And then he, my favorite part comes out. This guy's wearing a crazy headdress. Hold on. Hold on. See. No, yo estoy bien, gracias. Shut up. By the way, I'm going to interrupt this podcast because it's taking longer than I anticipated. I'm going to interrupt this podcast in roughly 11 minutes so I can win Parks and Recreation trivia on HQ, and then I'll be back. Okay, so <laughs> 11 minutes. All right. So he's st- this guy in a headdress, big buffalo guy. He looks like he's in the, the Lodge of the Water Buffaloes from the Flintstones. <laughs> he starts going, Kalima. Kalima and literally rips the heart, like Mortal Kombat fatality, off of this child's. He basically makes this man's chest so you can just, like, he doesn't make a hole when he reaches into it, nor does he make a hole when he reaches out. He just goes in. It's magic. It, uh, calm down, Gabe. And then you see the sacred stones. There's three of them inside of a giant also, skull. And also this guy, he pulls out this guy's beating heart, and this guy is still alive. Yeah. And then they lower him down into lava in this mm-hmm. cool thing. And he starts going, Kali Ma, Kali Ma. And as soon as the kid gets really close to the lava and bursts into flames, so does the heart. Which was pretty cool. And then all of a sudden, it just, like, empties out. Yeah, everyone's done. So Indiana Jones tries to go down there to steal the... the... Because when you see this happen, the first thing you want to do immediately after... You don't want to go back the next day when there might not be anyone there. Yeah, but they try to assassinate him. Okay, all right, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. So they go down there to try to steal the, the stones, and then for some reason, everybody comes back and they capture him. He steals the stones, and then I guess the woman in Short Round get caught. Yeah, they get caught by literally the guards from Aladdin. Like, they're dressed the same. Well, I mean, I guess that's, you know, Arabian Nights, man. Yeah, India. So, then, uh, yeah, so then, you know... The priest comes out and he's trying to like trick Indiana Jones. He's like, You could have everlasting life. This is good. We gotta sacrifice the Kali. Indiana Jones doesn't listen. So then he gets the skull and he pours blood into Indiana Jones' mouth. Is that what that was? I thought it was just like an elixir of some sort. I thought it was blood. It'd be a lot cooler if it was blood. So at this point, Indiana Jones is the Black Panther. Yes. <laughs> no. No. So, yeah, so this hypnotizes Indy, right? Yeah. Is this before or after him and Short Round get whipped? After. Because this is some root, that's some root shit. Well, they get whipped, and then Short Round, the they woman. They show this little boy getting whipped. The woman gets 
turned into a sacrifice. She's going to be sacrificed. Indiana Jones becomes a slave. And then Short Round is sent to be a slave with the rest of the children in mines. What they're mining, I have no idea. I know exactly what they're doing. They're building the underground system to eventually get Bane to Gotham. <laughs> oh, really? I yeah, were... it's all connected. It's all... That's why Bane was in that... That's why uh, Christian Bale was put in that prison in India. Oh, I thought they were mining vibr- vibranium. <laughs> Vibranium. It's vibranium, man. Vibranium, whatever. So, like, oh, Andy Sir- this movie needed Andy Serkis. Well, in reality, what they were doing is mining diamonds of the child mines uh, that are actually in India and Africa. I get so. <laughs> like this is not a joke. Yeah, this is this is blood diamonds for all the fucking K jewelers out there. Yeah, blood rubies. So, <laughs> where do you think those chocolate diamonds come from? Jesus. So. Indiana Jones turns into a slave. Short rounds gets turned into a slave. This is where we find out that the little Indian kid, the Maharaja, is also a bad guy and has a voodoo doll that he can control Indiana Jones with. There's voodoo in this movie. This mo- that, that must have had you all kinds of wild up. No, I was upset because that's not the right type of magic for this region of the world. It is not, and they don't, and it's not like. Doesn't the voodoo doll also have an Indiana Jones hat on it? Yes. So Reed took the time to make a little hat. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That that really bugged it me. It looked like what? And, and that that's when this is all happening when Indy's fighting um, the guard from the first from the beginning of Aladdin that catches well, him with we'll, the stealing apple. We'll find out that uh, so they're gonna sacrifice the woman. He doesn't grab her heart. Short round is stuck in like as a slave. He eventually escapes because he pounds his own chains with his his hammer and he goes down to try to save Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones slaps the shit out of Short Round. Remember that? <laughs> he sure did. But in his defense, he wasn't like Indiana Jones. You ever Jones. watched that show The Slap <laughs> with Zachary Quinto? I'm gonna I'm gonna be one thousand percent honest with you. I know what you I know what you're talking about. I didn't, I didn't watch the show, but I know the premise of that show was that he slapped them. Yeah, he slapped them. Yeah, out. so it was like that level of slap. So then Short Round decides to burn Indiana Jones, which breaks the hypnosis. And then Indiana Jones talks to him in Chinese and lets him know what's up, and he starts killing all these people. The lady... murder. Yeah, he, just, he doesn't knock that. He murders them. Yeah, the lady is slowly lowered down into the lava, which is amazing because it looks like a black hole. That is not a normal lava pit. That's like a portal to somewhere. That, that yeah, no, no, no. I, when it first opened up at the beginning of the movie, I didn't think it was lava. I did think it was a portal. Yeah, I, I think that's what it is. So, then, uh, what's it called? So Indiana Jones is fighting all these people. He starts fighting the one guy who recognized him from Cambridge. <laughs> that yeah, who who hasn't been? He hadn't been in this movie. He hadn't been in this movie since the beginning. Wouldn't it have made more sense if he was the high priest? No, he exactly, exactly. That's what I thought was going to happen. Yeah, that's what I for the longest time. That's what I thought about that movie, but it turns out it was because this high priest. Because this high priest hates Indy. Oh, this high priest is also a Bollywood star in, like, real life. Really? Yeah. It was brought to my attention. 
This movie could have used some more dancing. <laughs> could have used a lot of things. So, uh, the priest escapes in a secret passageway <laughs> once he sees that everything's going crazy, right? Short round uh, escapes. And Indiana Jones starts fighting the guard from Aladdin, right? On a conveyor belt. That So, and now another scene of just like senseless acts of murder. It's awesome. They're fighting each other. It's cool. And while this is going on, his back is, is out because <laughs> of the... Uh... Because of the yeah, dog. but this is a lot of like wrestling kind of choreography. Because Indiana Jones like starts punching this guy, and this guy is not affected. It's kind of like the Big Show when you punch the Big Show, the Big Show's not affected, and then he slaps you with the big hand. That's like literally what was happening. It is like it is choreographed like a match with the Big Show. Yeah. So then they're on this conveyor belt for some reason that crushes rocks. The Indian kid, the Indian Maharaja, the, the Maharaja is fighting Short Round because Short Round realizes that he's using. And within this, you find out the Maharaja was actually controlled and Short Round saves him. Oh, hold on, time out. What's wrong, buddy? Okay, we're good. So, wait, and this part is also where they saved a bunch of children, right? All these kids run out, and they're, like, saved, and then they start beating yeah. the shit out of guards. It's like a prison riot. It... Um... Yeah. Yeah, no, that's what happened. They save all these kids. Indiana Jones is still fighting this big guy. And then, I guess... The big guy's turban, which is hilarious, gets caught in like the steamroller, and Indiana Jones tries to save him but can't. And then all you see is a blood spade on the on the the thing, on the steamroller. Yeah, this man's head gets crushed in this family movie. It's amazing. So, so then they're trying to decide to escape. The little the Maharaja tells Short Round take the left tunnel. And then they get because into... he's been burned at this point too, right? Then they get on, yeah. Then they get into uh, what's it called? The mine in the mine car. Yeah, and it turns into fucking Thunder Mountain. So there, yep. this is that Donkey Kong level that took me, I don't know, like three days to beat. It's the worst Donkey Kong Country level. Yeah, ah, <laughs> oh, it's the fucking worst, man. It takes forever. So. They go in this elaborate mine tunnels. They're escaping. The priest shows up again with all his guards, and he has a brilliant idea. There's a giant like cauldron, and he's like, we're going to bring this down and flood them out. So that's what they start doing, and then he escapes in his little secret passageway again, and the water comes flushing in. Indiana Jones is with Short Round and uh, the woman. Short Round's driving, but the brakes go out. Then there's two. Of course they do. So now, now it's uncontrollable. There's two cards coming after him. Indiana Jones slowly but surely takes out these cards in amazing fashion and CGI. Was this CGI? I think the few of them were. Yeah. When the cards fly out, yeah, it's definitely CGI. So, I don't know. There's like a bunch of uh, exciting things happening through these line cards. 
It's amazing. It does look like a theme park. You know for a fact that Universal Studios did want to try to do this or Disney. There's no there's no way they didn't want to make this a ride. So Indiana Jones realizes they're about to crash. He gets in front of the truck, the minecart, and stops it with his feet, which starts to smoke. <laughs> At certain points, Indiana Jones is a Looney Tune character. Yeah, but he's like shooting people too in this mine shaft, right? Oh, my son has realized he's strong enough to push the whole thing over. Oh, my God. He's loose. <laughs> Do me, hey, listen. I know we're almost done. I need to call you back in like 20 minutes. All right, go ahead. Sorry, man. No problem. Hey, bud. Hey, bud. Welcome back to PG Rated. My apologies for um, interrupting the last uh, the last portion of the episode. I'm not editing any of that out when my child escaped. <laughs> No, it's okay. Into it's, the wild of the apartment. Yeah, you have like a little episode of uh, Baby Geniuses going on. I, he No, he became the Hulk and he flipped the whole thing over. Oh, did you drink a lot of Brazilian sodas while you were conceiving? <laughs> Holy shit, what a weird <laughs> reference to make. Yeah, because of the Hulk. Yeah, wow, the Ed Norton movie. Wow. I like that that's one. The movie where, that's the movie where Buster Scruggs becomes a supervillain. Yes, he becomes the master. Yes, he does. It's never paid off. But um, Buster Scruggs. <laughs> we were uh, yeah, the, he's Buster Scruggs forever. Um, the only watch the uh, one of two watchable things from that movie. Anyway, we were at the part where uh, Donkey Kong, uh, Indiana Jones, <laughs> Donkey Kong, Donkey Diddy, and Daisy Kong. No, uh, Indiana Jones. Uh, the awful woman and short round were still were had water rushing towards them. Correct. Yeah, they were escaping from Cranky Kong's caverns. Uh, if you told me the bad guy's name in this movie was fucking Cranky Kong, I'd be like, okay, that's fine. I agree. <laughs> K K rule. Yeah, like do, I, I don't. Do they? He's just the priest, right? Yeah, he's just a priest of uh, Kali. And I'll be honest, the guy, the guy did a pretty good job. If they gave, if that was the guy that met. Harrison Ford when the when he showed up at the temple, I'd be like, "All right, this makes sense. I'm okay with this." He's no, he's like a legitimate actor. Yeah, but if he if he played the other role that was like, "Oh, Mr. Jones, like, uh, welcome to the temple. I know who you are." Like, oh, that that makes way more sense. So, Indiana Jones got his satchel. They run to this cave, which just leads into a sheer cliff. And they go on either side as the water rushes. And then what I like is there's pillars coming out. There's water coming out. Everyone's freaking out. Um, so Indy's like, slowly get up. So they get to this bridge. And you look down. And there's alligators. <laughs> the water boy was really inspired by this film. You think so? No. but <laughs> it's two, re- two references. Like that. You know what's weird? I actually was having a conversation with someone about the water boy today. I did the other day about water in the. I, yeah, I, I, I was doing a bunch of water boy quotes at work. Too. Wait, and I talked about I talked about it with Grizz too. Oh Jesus Christ! Wow, I guess we need to watch the water boy. I like that movie. It's it's a great movie. It's it, that's gonna be when we need a uh, another refrain. Film that Stetson. Excuse me. It was film that Stetson. Are you guys the mud dogs? Yeah. Wow. Oh yeah, dude. 
Ask uh, John Cale about that. Ask I the will. Candy, ask the OG candy cane kid. That's, that's the second most impressive thing about that school. What was the first? They the same. They had two Cy Young Award winners in the MLB at the same in the same year. Do you know what the third most impressive thing about that movie that university is? Uh, it it gave birth to this podcast. No, Lurch went to that school. Literal Lurch? <laughs> yeah. From the 1992 movie or from the original no, show? From the original show. Oh, OG Lurch. Yeah. Wow. What was it like to have a Frankenstein go to that school? I don't know. He was I, he, he was my inspiration. I wish they would have had a bust of him somewhere. I just picture him as a literal Frankenstein growing up. Yeah. So yeah, he pledged uh, Gamma Ghoul Gamma. Um, I I hope that's something that's from Monsters University because I would be impressed. No, I have no idea. Ah, <laughs> that was that would have been perfect. All right. So, uh, they get to this bridge. They see alligators, and then all of a sudden, the priest is on the other side of the bridge with a bunch of people, and then a bunch of people come behind them, and there's a bunch of people with scimitars running towards Indiana Jones. They don't know what to do, so Indiana Jones does the only rational thing and yells at Short Round in Chinese to grab, and the <laughs> Short Round looks at the lady and goes, okay, lady, we're going on ride! <laughs> Again. Not a racist exaggeration. That's literally what he sounds like. This doesn't seem like the best plan. Uh, he just saw a man rip a heart out of something. I mean, at this point, realism's out there. He didn't really rip his heart out. His heart was out of his body. But he didn't rip it out. Okay, so he took it out. I have a lot of questions about how... Like what the that man's insides like is blood just flushing the rest of his body? I dude, all things are possible through Kali. So <laughs> so like uh so Indiana Jones starts hacking with a scimitar and the priest starts freaking out because he knows what's gonna happen, and the bridge breaks and all these people fall down into the alligators, and you just see a bunch of dummies being attacked by alligator death rolls. Again, murder. It's pretty awesome. This movie is so dark at times. Why do you why do you call it murder? These are like child uh child rapists. Yeah, because you actually like see and I you know what? On one hand I appreciate the fact that you see it, on the other hand, it's jarring as a father. As a father, oh, you're turning soft on me. I think I have. Uh so then there's an amazing scene where Indiana Jones is stuck on this bridge and everyone's trying to climb up and the priest is like throwing his literal henchman at Indiana Jones. <laughs> Which is amazing. It's like Battle of Monkeys. Then there's a fight and the little kid, short round, yells, cover your heart because the guy apparently can do fatalities like Mortal Kombat and just take this heart out whenever he wants. Well, and that's my... so. It would seem to me by the like the rit- there would have to be a ritual involved, no? No, apparently he's just magic. Well, and that again, not explained. And then Indiana Jones, for some reason, knows Hindi and starts saying, "You betray Shiva, you betray Shiva," and his satchel catches on fire. So now Indiana All the Jones, while, there's people shooting arrows at him. By the way, so now Indiana Jones knows magic. magic. Well, he's a follower of Shiva. Who is the big blue goddess, and that or god? 
Shiva's a god. You know a lot about you know a lot about this uh, this culture as well. Well, I do a little bit of meditation. I might have a statue of Ganesh or two in my room. <laughs> so oh. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> what part did you play in the nine eleven attacks? Whoa, 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 whoa. That's a completely different god and religion and ethnic group. Listen, I'm an American, and now I want a, ball, a wall built around your house in Queens. Remember that time I... No, never mind. I'm not going to tell that story on this podcast where I saw the guy with the World Trade Center bag. <laughs> yes. Never mind. When you're going to start that story, I wanted you to start that... I wanted you to tell the story about brother getting the wrong donut at Dunkin' Donuts. But that's not... <laughs> and that's he not, freaked out. That's not... That's not for this podcast. It's a personal story. Brother, I want you to listen to this. I'm going to send it to you. I hope you appreciate that. So, so uh, all these people are like getting ready to attack Indiana Jones. They're celebrating because they think the priest is going to win. They're, they're celebrating in the streets of Jersey wait, City. Wait, wait, time out, time out. We went to Dunkin' Donuts and gave him a piece of cake. Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. All right, I'm sorry. I remember that. And he freaked out. He goes, <laughs> What? Well, when you go to Dunkin' Donuts, you're not expecting it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we'll tell okay, that I'm story so, after. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was fucking magic then. That's when you realize magic was real. I want you to know that. So, so all of a sudden, Indiana Jones is about to get killed by all these arrows. And do you know who comes and saves him? The British Colonial Army. Yeah, I, uh, who... In every other period of... They're the bad guys. Oh, they're the bad guys in this movie, too. Uh, I mean, in reality, they are. Of course also, they are! I love the fact that the priest also falls down and gets attacked because he grabs the rock that's too hot and Indiana Jones just lets him fall. Indiana Jones is a legitimate bad human being. And two of those rocks fall in the river. And no one cares. He only has one. How does he know that's the one for the village? Anyway. I don't think that... Like that's, I guess it, you would just need... One. Yeah, you just need one. <coughs> so the British Colonial Army comes in and saves the day. Oh, you know what they were... They were digging for the other two rocks. Yeah. So the... Oh, that makes sense. I think they stayed that in the movie, but I didn't care enough. This so movie didn't make me care. So the British Colonial Army comes and saves the day. Then Indiana Jones is allowed to leave to go to the village. And then the army goes and, like, captures Mahatma Gandhi. Uh, <laughs> that's what they were doing at yeah, this point. This movie doesn't let you know that the, <laughs> Indiana Jones is responsible for Gandhi uh, being, being uh, imprisoned yeah. and going on the Hunger strike. <laughs> I don't know if this is around the same time period or not. I don't think it is, to be honest. With you. I think this is, like, 30 years before. So Gandhi is one of these children. That was saved. When a butterfly flaps its wings, buddy. So, Indiana Jones comes with all these children. The village is completely transformed. It's actually really nice now. It's green. There's green tea everywhere. There's rice patties all over the place. Everyone's having a good time. And everyone's excited to see their kids. And then Indiana Jones tells the priest, I believe in Shiva now. So I guess he's a Hindu now. And the priest goes, thank you. You understand. And everyone's excited. And so, also, do you know this priest was also in another one of Steven Spielberg's movies? Which movie? Uh, 
uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Does he play the alien? No. Do you know the part where they find out the sounds that the aliens make and they go to India and they're like, oh, where did you hear the sound that all the Indian people point to the sky and they go, yeah, he's that guy. Okay. All right. Listen, I have no problem. I have no problem with that guy. I have no problem with that guy. I have problems with how this movie's structured. That guy also looks like Indian Doc Brown. (laughs) (laughs) So let me just say this. I would like to say that Kingdom of the Crystal Skull is better than this movie. No, you're crazy. I'm not. You're crazy. Because you think the... oh, fucking Kate Blanchett literally making out with a skull is better than this? No mm-hmm. way, dude. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because the bad guy is... You're like, okay, this is the bad guy. I'm in. They're 100% evil from the beginning of the film. There's a reason they hate each other. There's family drama, which, yeah, it doesn't make sense, but like, at least Karen Allen, who... Should, uh, uh, by the way, apparently this movie was a prequel. Yeah, it should have been. No, no, no. Temple of Doom was a prequel. Yeah, it should have been a prequel to the rest of the Indiana Jones movie. It makes sense if it was. I don't know. I don't know that world. But, like, I, it just... Yeah, sure, there's nonsense. But, like, it seems like all these movies have absolute nonsense in them. Do you know what this movie was missing? Ray Winstone. I'm a double agent. <laughs> Okay, yeah, Ray, Ray Winstone, who I happen to love in most things that he's in, not good in that. I need the gold, Indy. Give me the gold. The like, that's another person. There's another person that takes George Lucas' dialogue and plays it like a fucking cartoon character. I know. <laughs> well, because these are cartoon movies. Yeah, these are these are basically it Bugs Bunny movies. So also upsetting. Not one cobra in this movie. And it takes place in India. No cobras, no whips. They were like, hey, what do you love about Indiana Jones? I don't know. Uh, That's right. He doesn't really use the whip at all in this movie. He used the satchel more than the whip. Yeah. I, don't, I did not like this movie. And watching it, because I, I, I'm at like a, a 6.3 this movie. Of hate? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Because I really just wanted to go and never watch another Indiana Jones movie. You made me. So do you know how you were like... You know how you were saying that this was darker for a family movie? Yeah. Did you know this was the first movie ever to be rated PG-13? Yes. Yes, I did know that. I went yeah. back and read a little trivia. Oh, okay. Um, meanwhile, this movie is way meaner than Bad News Bears, where little kids are saying the N-word. Okay. This movie has literal child slavery in it. <laughs> this movie has a child being whipped. Yeah. It's also super problematic. I told you it was. Thank God they got out of Asia early. Otherwise, it would have been... We wouldn't have been able to do this podcast. I also like that we didn't really talk about the lady at all because she was terrible. Because she doesn't matter. She's just there. She's there because they're like, we need a female character. She really didn't add anything at all. No. She just, you know... She got... She, it was... I guess she wanted diamonds, but he wanted diamonds no matter if she was there or not. I was also missing John Reese davies in this movie. Yeah, always. <laughs> Even though he, although he didn't want to take this movie, it was a little too close. Ironic that that man hates Muslim people, considering he played one. In, Let me in ask you a question: movies. Out of all the movies we've watched so far, what has been your favorite? My favorite, like, and that we I not, loved? we're not going to count Hereditary because that's obviously a we love movie situation. And not this one because I do love this movie. Well, you can count this one. So this one's your favorite of the movies that we've watched so far. I'm going to tell you right now, and I know I didn't necessarily watch it for the podcast. I I would watch if you gave me a choice every time between Temple of Doom, Doom and Reign of Fire. I'm watching Reign of Fire every time. Yeah, but that was a movie you loved. 
but I I would expect the way these this film series is talked about that I would have loved this. I did not. I did not love this. I love how ridiculous it is. I I don't know. Fuck it, man. I don't want that. This movie has everything. It has a woman getting cold cut. It has Chinese racism, Indian racism. It has uh, just for your future, just for future reference, it's cold cocked. A cold okay. cut would be a sliced cured meat, which apparently are snakes in this movie. I don't. I don't. This movie didn't do anything for me. Well, that's unfortunate. <laughs> but I'm glad that you didn't. I I'm glad I brought it back to hate. Um. So let me um, let me ask you a question for next week. Okay. Now I have seen neither of these movies that I'm going to propose to you. Okay. Would you rather action or horror? You see, we just did a horror, and this is kind of a action, isn't it? I'm not. I'm. I'm not going to pick a drama, and um, it, both of these movies were movies that I had in an option a couple of weeks ago, but you picked something else. Okay, let's go. Let's go action. Okay, on Amazon Prime, if anyone wants to watch along with us, I would like you to watch Triple X: The Return of Xander Cage. Oh, done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I have not seen it. I was looking for an excuse to watch it, and now we have one. This is amazing. So wait, is this also, the Ice Cube one? Huh? Is this the Ice Cube one? No, this is the one where Vin Diesel... This is the third one where Vin Diesel comes back. Oh, is this the one where he crashes a helicopter with a with a motorcycle? No, that's the first one. Okay, this is a good one, though. This, uh, this, is, a, this is the third one, which was after he revived the Fast and Furious series. He's like, I'm going to bring back Triple X. Okay, this is exciting. Yeah, I'm, well, glad, I'm glad you're excited. You'll get to pick the next one. Uh, and also, what was the horror one you were going to choose? Uh, on Netflix, Ghost Ship starring Juliana Morgulies. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that one eventually. I'm sure we will. Um, I have a uh, feeling Triple X is going to be fun. Also, I do want to... I'm, I'm never a movie we'll cover on here, but one we watched and one I want people to go and watch if you have it. The other night, I watched Drive for like... It's been out like eight years now and I've watched it once a year, every year. It's a perfect movie. Okay, Paul, do you know what movie I watched like six times <laughs> this, this weekend? One minute. Uh, oh, no. This, one, so, two, you watch one of my favorite movies as well. This You probably watched, if I had to say on a list, you watched the fourth movie, uh, the fourth, my fourth favorite movie of all time. And it is a movie that we will discuss because it is a, we love it's gonna movie be a situation. Special, it's going to be a special episode. Go ahead, yeah. break, bust it out. Oh, King of Kong, a fistful of quarters. Not only that, but I will also. I also have stories about meeting the cast. Wait, you've only met one guy, though. I've met four guys. Which ones? Oh, three guys. I met three guys. Can I guess I, which ones? Uh, well, you know two of them. Walter Day. Yeah. Billy Mitchell. Yep. And Brian Cuff. Todd Rogers. No way. Yeah, I met Todd Rogers, man. He comes every year, too. That's awesome. Yeah, always wearing a cutoff sleeveless shirt. It's great. I will uh, meet and I'm going to meet them again. McMahon. They're going to be back again this year. I should give you the dates. You should fly down. I pack your bags, sweetie. We're going to go see. <laughs> We're going to go see my heroes. Oh, also, if, in case you don't listen to the Grizz in his car driving home, um, we are discussing a when I go up for WrestleMania, 
a video podcast of us getting together, going to buy a Hungry Man dinner, me eating my first Hungry Man dinner and us podcasting during it. Oh, did you guys get tickets yet? Uh, not yet. We have tickets to the, the show on Friday, but not the Sunday big show. So okay. I'll let you know if we come across them. Yeah, let me know. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely might... coming up that weekend. Um, so there'll be a lot of live podcasts. Um, quick turnaround on the episode, if you don't mind, this weekend. I got to do it by Monday or Tuesday night. Uh, to record? Yeah. Yeah, we can record Monday or Tuesday night. That's no big deal. Perfect. Xander yeah. Cage, I'm coming for you. <laughs> I'm excited. This. I'm excited. I might watch it tonight. That's, uh, that's going to be a Sunday night movie for me. I can't. It's the Royal Rumble. Uh, <laughs> I'm a big child. Um, anyway, it's been a pleasure, buddy. I will put this out either later tonight or first thing in the morning. All right. Uh, as always, join us again for PG Rated, where hopefully me and Gabe... This might end up being a We Love Movie situation, or this could be bad next week. And I also want to give a shout-out to our unofficial sponsor, which is not Hungry Man Meals. And I've just decided it's going to be Little Debbie Snack Cakes. I'm not... A, no, I, I can't agree to that. Why? Because... I'm not a Little Debbie's person. I'm a hostess person. Oh, wait. Which ones are Yodels? They're hostess. hostess. Oh, so we're all about hostess. Fuck you, Little That's Debbie. That's fine. I'm a, and the hostess, the chocolate cupcakes, the Yodels, the fucking devil dogs. Yeah, you can't mess with hostess. I'm going to go get a devil dog. Yeah, the Wawas are down here. I can get a devil dog at any time. It's amazing. <laughs> all right. Okay, buddy. All right. Make Later, sure buddy. Your son it's doesn't been a escape. <laughs> Bye. Bye. PG rated. Part of the Kayfabe Only Brother Podcast Network.